to look at a few things that I believe that as we are in this season as a church that will help us in the days ahead I want us to look at a few things that I believe will really strengthen us and if we walk in these things they will really assist us and this is not the only thing that we can do to help us um, as we um, continue to mourn the loss of our sister and our brother but these are some tools I believe will help us and strengthen us along the way so with this I want to just give some words of encouragement that will assist you. So with that in mind, I want us to, to read Psalms 23 and verse 4. The title of this message, if you would like a title, is this words of encouragement to help us during this season. Very simple words of encouragement to help us during this season and the first point I've got I know I've said Psalm 23 but I want to read the first point it says we need to be reminded that God is with us and supplies peace comfort strength we need to be reminded that God is with us the Bible says that that's one of his names Emmanuel God with us and he supplies peace comfort and strength and I'm going to read these verses of scripture to remind us because we need to be reminded our soul needs to be reminded it says in the book of Psalms 23 verse 4 yea though I walk through it doesn't say that we're going to stay there it says yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me as we go through this valley of the shadow of death God's peace God's strength God's comfort is with us and we need to be conscious of what he is saying in his word his rod and his staff they comfort us his word comfort us as we hear his word it brings strength it brings life it brings peace and hope there's no hope in this world 
The hope that we have is in the Word. The hope that we have is in Christ. The scripture goes on to say in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse chapter sorry chapter 1 verse 3 says blessed be God even the father of our Lord Jesus Christ the father of mercies and the God of all comfort the God of all comfort we can be comforted but he's the God of all comfort and he knows exactly how to bring comfort and strength to his people so as we go through our days as we go through those moments of waves of emotion as we mourn say father i ask for your comfort right now holy spirit please comfort me and we will comfort you the scripture also reads in second in the the, the gospel of john chapter I've forgotten the chapter but I've got the verse you might know it it's verse 27 it says peace I give I leave with you peace I give unto you not as the world give I unto you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid God is saying that he is promising us peace and so with this we embrace that peace that he supplies to us he also says in the gospel of John chapter 14 verse 18 I will not leave you comfortless I will come to you he's coming he said I will come to you and as we continue to reflect, let the God of all comfort bring peace, comfort, and strength to you. Do you remember the story of when the disciples was in the boat and a great storm came to threaten the disciples their very lives was at stake yet Jesus was in the boat he was in the boat and he was sleeping at the helm at peace yet the disciples were terrified and they thought who are you gonna are you gonna not do anything about this Jesus just stood up and said, peace, be still. And the storm that erupted, that seemed to threaten their life, calm right down. And they were astonished that even the elements, even 
the, the wind and the storm obeyed him. And he brought peace in their situation, in their circumstance. And I believe God is bringing peace to us as a church and a congregation and as a family. He's bringing comfort through the power of the word of God that's bringing strength and life. Another thing that I believe that will help us during this time is thanks, thanking God in whatever situation we find ourselves in and telling him how you feel. Tell him how you feel. Let God know how you feel. Thank him, but Lord, I feel like this, you know, because God wants us to be real. David was very real. He expressed his heart. He showed God his heart. This is why the Bible says that David was a man after God's own heart because he sought to do what was right, that was honorable. And when he, got, he, he fell into sin, he was quick to repent because his heart was right. And so as we give thanks to God, which is the right thing to do as we've come here today, and I know it's not been easy, but we sought to give thanks and bring the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Because the scripture reads in the book of Habakkuk, chapter 3, verse 17, it says, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hind's feet and to make me walk upon mine, mine high places. When there is a situation where everything seems barren, where everything has gone, it seems like there is no life. We're encouraged here to rejoice even in a dismal and a pitiful situation. The Bible also encourages us in the book of 1 Thessalonians that in everything we are to give thanks. In everything, regardless of how we're feeling, regardless of what the situation is looking like, regardless of what you've been told by the medics, 
we're to give thanks that God is on his throne and he is in charge. thankful to God is really important. It's so critical. You know, I, I really, really love how when, when we have um, our leaders' meetings, Peter's always giving thanks. I, I, I really admire that he's, he's always opening his mouth and giving thanks, even in the situation that he finds himself in. It's, it's, it's a great, so admirable and I, but when I see that and I say, wow, that's really powerful because that is the type of heart that God wants us to really have in all given situations. The, 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 when they, the children of Israel was in the desert, they were complaining, they were murmuring, they were moaning, God, cannot bless that and this is why Peter's life is so blessed I, I, I really believe that that even in the situations of where he's been really and sorry for Peter for, for, for um, big, bigging you up in this and that's but but I'm just just it's just something that came to me that being thankful is really important being grateful is really important Having a heart of gratitude is critical because what we're saying to God is that everything we have, to the clothes on our back, the food on the table, God has provided it. Everything to the breath of life that we have in our lungs. If it wasn't for God, if it wasn't for God, we would be nothing we would be because we are the dust of, we're like the dust of the earth you know to be honest that that is it he's broke put our life his life in us and so we stand we walk it's because of him and so every single time we lift our voices with gratitude of hearts of thanksgiving we're remembering he is the source he is the source it is in him that we live and move and have our being. Because when we don't have hearts of thankfulness, we will have, we'll be arrogant, self-centered, believing that we are the ones who can provide. Like we are gods. This is why God wants us all the time to come with hearts of thanksgiving, gratitude, because then we'll be saying, Lord, don't worry, I've got some skills, you know. I've got some ability. I've got some qualifications. Don't worry, Lord. Let me use my degree. Let me use my master's. I can, I can show you a thing. Showing the king of kings. Wow. Lord, help us. That even in whatever, this is why it's important. Let me start again. This is why it's so important. That what in whatever we are doing, 
there is this heart of dependency upon us. Just like Jesus was when he was on earth. He was totally, totally, totally dependent. And to the point that when he was in the garden, he was this like distressed in the sense that look he's going to be separated from the father that relationship that he had and he knew that it was a time that the judgment of God was going to come upon him because of the sins of humanity but he was willing to yield totally everything every step of the way he yielded his life, even from the age of 12. Amazing. The age, listen, young people, you're not too young, you know. Jesus in the temple was there. He was conversing with the Pharisees and the Sadducees because he knew his purpose. He understood why he was here on this earth. You're not too young. Don't say you're too young, ever. Because if our Lord Jesus done that at the age of 12, so he's saying to his parents, shouldn't that be about my father's business? Wow. Wow. At the age of 12, inspiring. But my point is, gratitude, thankfulness is key. Thankfulness keeps our hearts right in right relationship with the giver of all gifts it keeps our hearts humble it helps us to orientate our mindset knowing that listen we can't we can't supply anything at all he is the source he is the one and we realize that we could not even exist without his, the mercies of the living God. <sighs> his mercies are incredible. I think that's one of those scriptures that we really need to meditate on. Because his mercies, when we wake up, we've got strength and life. And he's given us another opportunity yet again. And so... We must give, with that, we must give thanks and appreciation to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so, with this, I want to, I don't want to go on. I've got other things that I believe will really help us today. But with what we've heard, what we've received, I want us to all stand before the Lord, if you're able, and I want us to thank Him and acknowledge Him and say, Father, thank you for everything. Thank you for breath. Thank you for life. Thank you for the clothes on my back. Thank you for food on my table. Thank you that I'm alive. Thank you for the situation that we are going through. Thank you 
for my family. Thank you for my loved ones. Thank you for my home. Thank you, Lord. Because we are stewards of all that we have. We don't own anything. We come into this world with nothing. We leave with nothing. So why don't we just raise our hands in expression of gratitude and thanks and praise to our God and to our King. Father, we thank you so much. We love you. We thank you. We praise you for your goodness, for your kindness. Lord, we recognize that we don't have anything, Lord. We don't have anything, Lord. We are totally, Lord, dependent, Lord, on you. Help us, Lord, in our everyday affairs, Lord, to rely upon you completely, Lord, in everything. Lord, that we will invite you in our lives, in our situations, every step of the way, how we're feeling as we go through this time. Father, we invite you. We welcome you, Father, in our situations and in, in our lives. And Father, I, I pray right now, Lord, for those here, Lord, with different circumstances, Lord, that's really burning on their hearts. Father, you see the different things. Oh, Father, I pray for your intervention right now. Different things, Lord, I pray. Father, some is financial, some is relationship. Father, some is, is mourning. Oh, Father, you see. I pray for your divine intervention. Spirit of God, move upon the hearts, lives of different ones. Those online. Father, let there be an increase of your presence that's here. An increase. Father, thank you, Lord, for hope that you've given to us. Father, we thank you, Lord. Even though it may feel naturally hopeless, Father, we thank you that you in you there is hope, there is security, and there is peace. And I pray, Father, for those who really feel hopeless right now. I pray, Father, that you will strengthen them, uphold them. I speak your life and encouragement upon them in the name of Jesus. I pray.